This is Stone Cold E.T. And when you're listening to the Ohio Indy Report, what? I said the Ohio Indy Report, what? You gotta listen long and you gotta listen hard like the Texas rattlesnake. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. I know you think I don't belong here. I know I'm not in good enough shape. It's the only thing I'm good at. I'm okay with doing this on my own. I'm no cartoon character. I refuse to change who I am. I'm not made of plastic. I do this because I love it. Every scar has a story. I know I don't fit the mold. I don't need no contract. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud to be independent. I'm not corporate. I'm proud to be independent. And I am proud to be a I don't. Hey, Doug. I think it's about time we put off for the city, man. They're looking like we forgot or something. Never that. Man, I'm so pleased, man. It's a goddamn shame. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report. right here on the Trending Topics Network and the Ohio Wrestling Network. It is here! It is here! Absolution 10! I'm excited if you, you can't tell. We are finally here the week of Absolution! Well, I guess maybe we should we, we, we should go over some things. Maybe we should take the time and sit down and do an episode talking about Absolution. AIW Absolution 12, which is what? Which is when? Surprisingly, not on a Sunday this year, but it is none other than this Friday, July 10th, 2015, 7.30 bell time at the Ohio City Masonic Arts Center, which is at 2831 Franklin Boulevard near Fulton in Cleveland, Ohio, zip code 44113. Tickets are not available. Well, they are, as far as last I had heard, they are in limited quantities. According to AIW, this show is sold out. And why shouldn't it be? This is Absolution 10. From the moment that we had Gauntlet for the Gold and the winner of that, and we knew that the main event, the 
absolute title match would be Josh Alexander versus Ricky Shane Page for Ricky Shane Page 10 years in the making. Why wouldn't this sell out? And then you add EC3, you add Johnny Gargano, you add the Young Bucks, you add the appearance of Samoa Joe and Vader. There is a lot going on here. And let's, before we go any further, let's uh, take a little bit of time, go over the card really quick, and then I got a couple guests. The, uh, the uh, a fans episode where, no, I'm, I'm not coming on here with wrestlers and pumping up the show and promoting the show and getting you out there. No, I got none other than two friends of mine who have been on this show many times before, and we are going to talk about it like like fans do, like we do in the hallway, like we do when we're waiting in line <clears throat> for AIW. We're, 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 there's a lot that we're talking about, a lot that we're discussing. This, this is the equivalent of waiting in line, but instead, you get it free. You don't have to show up early. You get a little bit of a taste of it right here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. But, like I said, let's go over the card real quick. This, this absolutely fantastic card. I, I personally don't think there's a weak card on, I mean, a weak match on this card. <sighs> and I'm already getting exhausted just thinking about it all. But we have the Iron Curtain versus Joshua Singh, Kaplan, Frankie Flynn, and Brian Carson, uh, the Singh Warriors, as you will. We have a six-way scramble match, which will feature Tyler Thomas, Candice LeRae, Cedric Alexander, Flip Kendrick, Lewis Linden, and was supposed to be Chris Sabin, but according to AIW, he has had to been pulled from the event, and they will announce a replacement on the day of the show. Will it be before doors open? Will it be before they walk out? Will it be that day? That's all we know is going to be this Friday, July 10th. Now, we also have the AIW Tag Team title match, Infinity and Beyond, or excuse me, two Infinity and Beyond versus Hot Sauce Entertainment, Cheech and Colin Delaney versus Tyson Dukes and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. We have Davey Vega versus BJ Whitmer for the Intense title, Veda Scott versus Athena for the AIW Women's title, and Anything Goes match. Tim Dons versus Nick Gage in what I'm going to refer to as the Who's the Fucking Man match. We also have an I Quit match with Eddie Kingston with The Duke versus Ethan Page. Cleveland Street Fight, Dudes on TV versus Team AIW, which will be EC3, DJZ, M Dog Matt Cross, aka Son of Havoc, Ray Rowe, and Samoa Joe versus The Young Bucks, Joshua Prohibition, Johnny Gargano, and Alex Daniels. And your main event, the absolute title match, Josh Alexander versus Ricky Shane Page for AIW absolute title. Before we go any further, let's hear some words from Dudes on TV and Team AIW from after Make Them Say Uh. I see, you know, I see exactly what's happening. I see what's going on here. People want to reach off of us. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Because uh, we're awesome and famous. Mm-hmm. Why are we famous? Because uh, we're on TV. That's right. <laughs> we are dudes on TV. We are AIW originals who have taken our talents and made something of ourselves. But now I see the old breed, the old guard, staying here, kind of like in high school, you know, when we all went to college and we, you know, got real jobs and they kind of hung out and worked in Sears or some shit. <laughs> People that didn't do anything with themselves. Now, granted, they've had some success, but they're not dudes on TV. I mean, look at this lineup. Look at what we have. We have Son of Havoc, Lucha Underground, M-Dog 20, Matt Cross, the most innovative high flyer in the history of wrestling. We have DJZ. And with it, style, substance, the wild card. We have Raymond Rowe, one half of the war machine, absolutely killing it. Killing it in Ring of Honor. 
with me. EC3. The next TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And July 10th at Absolution, I'm going to bring that title. And we're going to bring one more of us. And we're going to go into a Cleveland Street fight with Johnny Gargano, the big shebang, the big fish in the small pond. We're going to go in there with Joshua Prohibition, the new godfather of Cleveland wrestling. What he can do. We're going to go in there Alex Daniels, the number one prospect coming out of Cleveland today. Well, let me hit you with a bump, 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 splat. Nobody cares. And we're going to go in there with the Young Bucks, the supposed internet darlings, the supposed most excellent, awesome tag team in the whole world. Two guys who I know firsthand will make no one here suck it. We're not sucking anything. No, no, no. We are dudes on TV. July 10th at Absolution. We're going to kill everyone. Anyone that thinks this little ankle sprain is going to slow down Raymond Rowe doesn't know anything about me. I'm hard to kill. I took a motorcycle and drove it 50 miles an hour into a car. You think this ankle sprain is going to slow me down at all? Especially when I'm lined up with the rest of dudes on TV. You think I'm going to let these guys down? Josh Prohibition, this ain't over, brother. This is war. No games here. That's why we're on TV, because that shit's good! Ray, before the show, I made a point to say that you were making some dark thoughts spin around my head. I talked about how I wanted to exercise that demon, but you brought it back out in me, Ray. I told you it was going to be ugly. That night that you came back, I promised you I didn't want a match. I wanted a war, and that's exactly what you've got tonight. And at the end of that war, I was still standing. And I should have had the three count until your boy M-Dude came out. So, dudes on TV, I, we told you ahead of time that we had friends in high places, and tonight they showed up. Oh, give me a hell, yeah. The highest places. Who jumps higher than the young bucks? <laughs> Who has the highest ProWrestlingTees.com back-end number? The young bucks. Good point, man. This is what we do for a living. We saw our buddies in need of help. We said, hey, what the hell? We haven't thrown a super kick party yet today. Well, we threw a little one. Let's throw a huge one. Let's throw a super kick fiesta. <laughs> so we went out there, oh, man. guns blown. Blazing, oh, yeah. and kick some teeth in the air and had a freaking party. Isn't that right, guys? Absolutely. Huge party. That's huge awesome. party. This is what we do. And there's going to be an even bigger party oh, yeah. on July 10th mm-hmm. at Absolution. Cleveland Street Fight. How'd you come up with that? Oh, that's oh, great. That was good. On the fly, too. I, I thought about it. I, 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 I kicked it around in my head a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I was, yeah, yeah. was going to play charades out there. I was going to say two words. Whoa. Cleveland Street Fight. Cleveland That's what I went for. I went for the Cleveland Street Fight. But fine. And maybe I'll bring that, that shoe that has the old. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. Oh, 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 oh. I sold the other one for two fifty. I'll make another one. I got super. It'll go up on eBay right after the show. So based on the talent that I see in this match, this could go down as the absolute greatest match in all of Cleveland wrestling history. We're bringing the best that we got. I sure hope that they're going to bring the best that they got. Oh, and you see three, you are gonna suck it. <laughs> and welcome back to the Ohio Indie Report. 
And, of course, we are going into the Absolution special. And, of course, I have the guest as, okay, not as always, because I didn't have a show last year because I wasn't able to make it, and I was too pissed not to do a show. But this year we're back together, and we're going to start with being on, now he's on the show for your fifth straight, fifth time? Do we have that, Dustin? Yeah, I think Maybe. something like that. We did Absolution. Yeah, yeah, I think it's your fourth, yeah. Fourth? I mean, there, there'd be three Absolution shows, right? Cause we didn't do last year, but we did the two years. No, we did one year. We didn't do that. I think it's the fourth or fifth time. I think it's your fourth. There were the two Absolution shows. Well, now, this, this is what I'm counting. The Absolution show last one, this one. And the end of the year, the two end of the years that we've done. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. And of course, if we're going to talk AIW, do we have the, the third member of the team also on the Ohio Wrestling Network for every other show that he does that's not mine? We have Juicy Pat Lucy. What's up? It's going to be back on the second best podcast on the Ohio Wrestling Network. Really? You think so? Really? I just went there. You went there on my show. And, and technically, it's still my network. Yeah, I know. That's why I still pay you five bucks a month. Yeah, but I've owned it and everything. Mm. Prior to that, until you pay me the couple hundred bucks from everything prior to that, yeah. I mean, you're paying rent. I can't evict you just yet. Yeah, not just yet. yet. Not yet. Uh, can't put me on your list just yet. No, no, not yet. Not yet. I have people on my list, but you're not You're you're not quite there yet. Mm. You're, you're not a referee that I don't care much for, but that's pretty much it. All right. Let's get into... The, these matches, and we were going to start... Actually, I will let Dustin pick. The, we, we did pre-select four matches that we're going to talk about uh, in particular, and I want Dustin to pick which one he wants to talk about first. Which one I want to talk about first? Uh, let's go with, since it's his first match back, and this is the first match we'll talk about, let's talk about Tim Dons versus Nick Gates. The anything goes, man. Do we have to? That's what I, I mean. First, <laughs> choice, first match back? Yeah, he picked it. I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, so, what are your thoughts? Well, I personally think that Tim Downs has a lot to prove coming back. He's looking to get his title back, and that's going to be huge for him. And Nick Gage will probably the best he ever has in his career. Because, you know, there ain't much to do with the pen, but lift weight and eat. And he did plenty of it. And he's a big boy now. He's a he's a pretty, pretty ripped. And I'm really interested to see how much wrestling is actually going to happen in this match. Well, I have I have one question for both of you. Who's the fucking man? <laughs> I, I want to say Tim fucking Dons, but Nick fucking Gates scares the shit out of me. So, <laughs> I mean, that is a million dollar question, but, you know, I've been sticking with it for the past uh, four years or so going on now, so I I'm still saying Tim fucking danced. Fair. Really? Really? Because uh, I've seen a tweet from you that said else. Uh, uh, otherwise, I, let's be honest, I mean, this match can be summed up in three words. Who's the man? You know, and, and both guys make um, pretty compelling arguments to uh to why they're the man but uh we're, we're gonna find out in absolution who is the fucking man you know i mean uh ever since don uh don the that catchphrase back in 2011 for like four years you know there's always been comparisons to nick gage you know and so that's been i mean uh that's been writing his case for the past four years so the don does have a lot of proof to this match and prove to the naysayers who who think is who thinks it is Nick Gage that he's the fucking man and no one else. Yeah, and I think a lot of what's missing too, like I said earlier about like how much actual wrestling is going to be in it. Obviously, Don's just probably the better technical wrestler easily against Nick Gage. Not that Nick Gage can't go technically, he's not him Don's. But I think Don's even in the anything goes 
category. I mean, he's beaten Matt Fremont. He's beaten Danny Havoc. He's not afraid to get get things get things going with the uh, extracurricular uh, object, the, the foreign international object. Yeah, he's he's had those matches where I mean, he, I think that's one testament that could be said about Donst in the past handful of years. Of he's had memorable matches, whether it be his technical ability or his his brawling ability. I think uh, I want to say I've. He said he he's he's fought in a, a furniture store. He did. I, I remember that was actually that's actually online on Chikara uh, Podcast or Go Go. It was him and Hollow Wicked. Just ten straight minutes, just beating the shit out of each other in a furniture store, using anything around them. Uh, it was cool, man. And and it proves that Don's can get hardcore if he wants to. And then there there was something about uh he he fought in a a, a barn. Horse manure, something about that. That I don't remember, but I'm interested in finding, checking out that footage if there's anything like that. It wouldn't surprise me. No. I mean, hell, one of the first matches I saw him live in AIW was him and Pondo, Madman Pondo. And, and in that match, uh, Pondo took a sledgehammer and uh, just oh, smashed it over. Uh, oh, yeah, let's not forget. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's not forget there was a cinder block uh, on Tim Donce's balls, too. So, sledgehammer yeah, to the nuts with cinder blocks on it. That's how hardcore Donce is. And I think he, and he still won. He did. And he he won. You have to think about the match he had against Mickey Knuckles that Jay lit a couple of years ago. That was a mm-hmm. all-out brawl with pretty much everything goes. They're punching each other full on in the face. Was that the year that I won? Every year was the year you won. No, wait a minute. No, I'm talking about the year that I won the bracket. I think that was the year I won the bracket. Well, I'm saying every year you win. Yeah. No, because nobody won this year. It was yeah. The bracket. Oh yeah. The fans, <laughs> the amazing J list that was put on. I would have won it this year. I think there's only what there's only been what like two winners, me and Alex. Oh no, no way. Yeah. There was like or the or the first year there was like there was like a three way tie or something. Yeah. I, I know she won one, and then I I won solo, then she won solo. There's been like five winners. I thought. Like on like one occasion, like four or five people won. I don't had know. to be the first year. I don't, it had to be the first year because, like I said, I know there was some sort of tie the first year. I won solo, and then Alex won solo. I don't know. We're getting so, off topic. Good podcast happened like that. Have you <laughs> yeah, this I, many? Yeah, I get it. Um. But, okay. Go ahead. What? I thought you were saying something. Oh, I was gonna say. I think too, like the whole Nick Gage thing. I want to know. Is he, he has a lot for him to prove as much as Dante has to prove. I mean, he's been gone for five years. It's only a second time in AIW. This is going to be kind of a, is he going to be an AIW regular? Is he going to be on and off? Is he going to kind of just show up here and there? I'm, I'm thinking, or maybe it's just my hope. I'm, I'm hoping Gage becomes either a regular or at least a semi-regular. Maybe he doesn't get booked every month, but he's like, um, Maybe EC3 and DJZ to where you know, like, granted, they're not going to be here every month, but without throughout the year, they're probably going to be there a handful of times. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I mean, with with him, uh, with his situation, and everything, I don't know how far he's planning on getting booked. So I feel like we're in we're in a safe zone. I it would not surprise me if by a, a year from now, Gage is absolute champion. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You wanna you wanna put that down as a prediction for next year? <laughs> Uh, if you want to, sure. It's, it's not it's not a full on prediction, but I'm saying I I wouldn't be shocked or surprised to see Gage as the absolute champion by by years time. Put the strap on Nick Gage. Does uh does that go with your prediction of from the beginning of the year or the end of last year, whatever, that Tyson Dukes will win an AIW championship in 2015? Well, I mean that could very well happen in Absolution. Him and uh. 
hot sauce, you know. So I, I bet, I'm still predicting that Tyson Dukes will be champion by the end of the year. Well, by champion, the end, not absolute champion. By the end of um, Absolution, you could very well because you made four predictions. Three out of your four predictions for the year will be correct. One will not be <laughs> because of your Jaylet pick. But mm. with the, with the situation of what Jaylet was, it's uh, it's understandable. Yep. Uh, who do I pick for Jaylet again? I forget. Josh Alexander. Oh, okay. Well, still three out of four ain't bad. Yeah. Because you also said uh, RSP will get another title run. Yep. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Hold on, uh, wait, uh, RS, uh, RSP, Tyson Dukes, what was my other pick, my prediction? Uh, that Ricky Champage was going to win Gauntlet for the gold. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is something that I also picked. Yeah, okay. My Jaylet pick was way off with Dave Vega. <laughs> of course, technically... Did, he never yeah, lost. He, he never lost, so I, I have that. He, <laughs> he should come out and pull Curtis Axel <laughs> and say that he is still in the Jaylet tournament because nobody beat him. There you go. Yeah. Vega Mania running wild. <laughs> Vega Mania. I want a Vega Mania t-shirt. Baby Vega, if you're listening, you need to make some Vega Mania t-shirts. Uh, I'll be interviewing him pretty soon, so I'll, I'll mention that to him. You should. Well, yeah, it's my idea. And uh, uh, Dustin, let's let's talk about your predictions from the beginning of the year. You picked Gauntlet for the gold winner would be an unannounced surprise, or ooh, so close, Ray Rowe. Well, I like you said, so close. I knew Ray Rowe was going to be in the picture somehow. He won Jaylet, so I mean, I'm not going to give myself a full loss. And then there's your Jaylet pick. You said it was going to be a woman. It's going to definitely be a female. <laughs> and it was, your pick was Alexia Nicole, who wasn't able to appear. So, technically, on a, I could have been right. that She could have been booked to win. <laughs> Do you really think she was booked to win? I, mean, I, 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 mean, I picked her, didn't I? <laughs> that reminds me of a story Chandler told me about Kimberly. What was that? Uh, well, I mean, uh, hopefully they're not piss- they're not going to get pissed at me for making this public. But uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, do you remember the infamous event Double Dude? Yes, yes, that was the night that Ultramantis Black uh, came up. Okay, first AIW show and beat Ethan Page for the absolute title. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that was not the original booking plan, according really? to Biggins and, and Thorne. One of the two said this to me, I forget. But anyways, like you remember, like, throughout the year um, at GNO, Kimberly, she was booked to be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And and I guess it was leading up to Double Dare, where what they were going to do unannounced, they were going to have Kimberly come in unannounced, challenge Page for the absolute title that night, and she was going to become champion. Damn. Yeah, but I think, I, I don't think it was, I think, I think I remember now, it was at the GNO event one month earlier that she no-showed, or like canceled the booking, and after that... Can- canceled the booking and worked somewhere else. Something like that, yeah, and then I guess that's what uh, led her to uh, being put on the list, and obviously that never happened at Double Dare, but, but, uh... What yeah. could have been. Yeah, what could have been. I think Chandler even also mentioned that, uh, like, he told Kimberly that she was going to be booked for the Double Dare event and face Ethan Page, but he didn't tell her that she was going to win the title. So I, I wondered if if, we, if he would have told her that, if that would have changed things, like, changed, like, uh, her perspective of Ashley showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, what were my other predictions? 
That was it. You you didn't have any other bolder. Pat's the only one that actually had like really bold predictions. With the, but we all picked uh, who we thought was going to win: Gauntlet and Jaylen. I predict that the absolution main event is going to be the absolute title, and it's going to be Josh Alexander versus RSP. Did I predict that? Um, you did not. I, I'm not predicting it now. Oh, you're pre- you're predicting now something that's already been <laughs> basically not set in stone, but already set. It's going to. I mean, technically, yeah, technically that's what I'm doing, but technically that's a very bold prediction. That's like, that's like me right? saying I I. I predict that the beginning of the NFL season is going to kick off with a Thursday night game of the Steelers versus the Patriots. Am I right? Am I right? Um, that yeah, happen? that's a good prediction. Good prediction. I, I think Tom will not be playing in that game. Not, not to get too off base, but I actually do want to have a, a legit prediction question here. Yeah. What do you think uh, Vader's role is going to be at Absolution? What do you think he's going to do? I hope and pray it's somehow involved in Vader's match. I, I just I tweeted that the other day. I said if, if Vader Scott and Vader aren't in the ring at the same time, it's a complete missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but, but I do have a slight adjustment to that. See, my prediction is I don't think he's going to get involved in the actual women's title match. I don't see how or why he should. But what I do think is going to happen, and I think this will make a good absolution moment, he gets involved in the absolute title match, Ricky Shane Page and Alexander. What's going to happen is Beta Scott interferes for Josh Alexander, tries to cause all kinds of mishap. Then Vader comes out and takes Veda out of the equation. I can I can see that. So you're saying Vader is going to be in the Kishin Page's quarter? Uh, maybe not for the full match, but uh, in essence, yeah. I can I can feel that. The Mastodon? Yeah. The Mastodon, Vader? Yeah, like he comes out like towards the end of the match, maybe midway through, and just, you know, fucking Vader bombs Veda and takes her out. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. I was hoping he was going to be one of the Sing Warriors, but, you know, he's not. No. Yeah, but because that's a fair four-on-four. Uh, of course, a very bold protection is he replaces Chris Saban in the six-way scramble. <laughs> I mean, that's that's... A, that would be a fucking that would be a fucking idea. <laughs> that's a, granted, we're, we're not going to get heavily into the match, but who do you think will be that? Will it be Vader? Will it? Because I think with with GFW being in town the next night and the just the pool of talent that already lives within a earshot of Cleveland can get. A lot of people. It could be the King of the Mountain champion, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Please. Could be. Mm. King of the Mountain, baby. As much as I would love to see that, um, I, I'm going to go somewhere more realistic. Uh, uh, since he's not going to be in England anymore, unfortunately, um, maybe the Dick Justice will get the booking. Ooh, that's true. I wasn't thinking about that. What about... Uh... I do love Dick. <laughs> Speaking of England, I, I don't know how likely it would be, but uh, Manders, nice. Uh, a couple other um, just off. And I think he and I think he would do well in that match too. He kind of fits the. Uh, oh, he the would be a lot of flippy. Shit, I'm gonna right? make, I'm gonna make a really bold prediction, and it's gonna be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is gonna be the <laughs> the, the, the six scramble. He's going to make his return to AIW after one year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. NXT. Um, the the base guy Triple H is gonna allow Kevin Owens to do an indie booking, like he lets Smoke. Joe. There you go. Yeah. 
That you look at here, everybody. Kevin Owens is going to be an absolution. <laughs> I don't know what face-to-face I'd love to see in the AIW ring. Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Granted, we've, we're seeing that play out on, in NXT. I heard, somebody here. I heard Finn Balor is going to be there. But the, but the other one that I think would be great, face-to-face in the middle of the ring with the NXT championship, Kevin Owens, face-to-face with the new TNA heavyweight champion, EC3. There oh, you man. I've yes. heard that they're going to have a champions versus champions dark match, and you can only see if you're there live. <laughs> only see it live, yeah. Very, very limited possible standing room only tickets are now available. Do you try to get some? I'm wondering how peck this show's going to be. Uh, it's going to uh, be very... Especially now that they know there's going to be a champion versus champion, Kevin Owens versus EC3. It's happening. Actually, I heard it, they're going to do... I broke it it's, here. It's, it's, it's going to be a uh, triple threat. I heard so it's going to be a retirement match at Evolution oh, It's going to be Kevin Owens versus EC3 versus making his return to AIW, uh, Tyler Black, who I've, I'm, I'm heard he's he's been pretty successful as of late. I'm not sure I what, heard, though. I heard that that's going to happen. I heard that's going to happen. Definitely going to and, happen. Uh, yeah, we all heard it. T- Tyler Black will be uh, selling 8x10s uh, of his uh, dick pic. That uh, he has out there, so... Your um. is going to be the special guest referee. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger venue. No, that's a deal. I mean, sold out. If you're not going to be there, it's your fault for not getting tickets. That is, that is crazy that the uh, tickets are selling out. We're, they're actually selling standing room only seats. Granted, it's partially because this place is uh, has a fire code. Yeah. If this was Turner's Hall, if this was Turner's Hall it'd be fucking oh, nuts. If it was Turner's Hall, they, they literally would pack as many people as they could. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Turner's Hall if they were like, fuck it, there's no chairs. And just everybody stood the entire time. And I would be just as happy standing there watching I'd, it at Turner's it. Hall than anywhere else. No, I'd hate it. No, fuck that. I need a chair, man. I'm fat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> So, uh, going back to things, uh, Tim Nons is probably going to be Nick Gage. Now, we don't yeah. do picks yet. We do that end. We go through the four matches, and then we start over, and then talk about, not talk about, but like throw out who we think is going to win all the other matches, and then come back to the four matches and place your picks. Yeah, way to go off topic, that Lucy. I'm trying to bring it back to the topic. Let's talk about the next match, guys. How's that sound? And I'm going to ask Pat, what match do you want to talk about of the remaining three matches? Uh, honestly, I want to talk about Vader more. But <laughs> no, okay. Uh, uh, let's keep him move forward and uh, let's do the I Quick match. All right, uh, Eddie Kingston and uh, Ethan Page. This I love this. This has actually been like this is one of those feuds that you just put the two together and you just they they have found ways for it to work and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like a lot of feuds in wrestling that last this long, they sometimes just fade out into oblivion and just kind of burn out towards the end, but that's not the case for these two. They've been going at each other's throats for a year, and um, I've been loving every second of it. You know, you had the dog collar match, you had uh, uh, the WrestleRager matches, the six-man tags they were involved in. I mean, just, they love beating the shit out of each other, and as fans, we love seeing them beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out on top every time. Don't forget that. Every time. Yeah, they don't call him the War King for nothing. That's true. This could be uh, Ethan Page's time. That's the other thing. Well, of, of the first two matches we've talked about, both have been involved one way or another in the AIW Absolute title at Absolution past two years. Yeah. 
Well, I think I think the biggest thing with this match is if Ethan Page finally does overcome the Eddie Kingston, does he refocus on the absolute title again and go go back and try to get it, or is he got he got other plans, or is he even if he beats Eddie Kingston, is he gonna? If he does get punked, which I don't think Eddie Kingston will get punked, but what happens if he does get completely punked out by Ethan Page? What happens to Eddie Kingston's stock? Good point. Didn't really think or about the aftermath. Wins. If Eddie Kingston wins, does he become number one contender? Because, I mean, beating Ethan Page, what, he's beaten three, four times now? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, Ethan Page has a pretty good resume in AIW. Does that mean Eddie Kingston should get a shot at the title? I mean, these two have been feuding for so long, I didn't really even think about the aftermath of their feud. <laughs> like, what? what their paths are going to lead to after. Like, I, I could see either guy going after the absolute title, whoever wins the absolute title match. Uh, I could see e- even either guy going after, like, the intense title. You know, maybe uh, Kingston, let's say he loses, and then he goes after Davey Vega or BJ Whitmer for the intense title, you know? Mm-hmm. That is the one thing. Uh, Davey Vega is going for the record. If he, yeah. if he beats BJ, he has to hold the title until, I think it's September, and he will be the longest reigning, the longest uh, intense champion. He won't be the longest uh, AIW champion ever because that belongs to AK because she had that title for what seemed like forever. She had that title for like a year and a half. Oh, yeah, the women's title, yeah. Just a 15 year she had it. (sighs) But, yeah, this is a a very interesting, interesting feud and will we see blood in this match like we did before? Yes. Oh, I'm wondering if this is going to be the most violent match of Absolution. I mean, you got this match, the anything goes between Dawson Gage and the Cleveland Street fight, but I, given the history between these two, I think this it could very well be the most violent match of the card. Definitely, just just because it has Eddie Kingston. In it. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I like to see? Kingston and Gage. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The fuck was that creepy ass blast? <laughs> 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 That'd be awesome. I don't know. I get excited when I imagine two two dudes just beating the shit out of each other for like endless amount of time. I bet you do. I bet yeah. you do. I, I do. He imagines two dudes beating each other. Yeah, yeah so especially Gage nowadays, because like just ever since I first saw him live at Jayla, I just like I had no idea how violent and tense that dude is. God damn. Oh, I know. Well, I, I've been trying to imagine like all these possible dream scenario matches for him to for him to be a part of part of now. You know, like him versus Biff Busick, uh him versus Super Dragon, uh like I don't like we're specifically in AIW, you know, like hopefully him, him and Ricky Elgin. Yeah, Elgin. Uh Ricky Shane Page, I'm sure that'll happen one day soon. Uh if he had more time in the independence scene, Gage versus Joe, Samoa Joe. Gage versus RSP versus um, Eric Ryan. First blood match. First blood match. (laughs) (laughs) Match is over in like five minutes. Five minutes? That's that's too much time. What was that? He said something about vagina. I don't know. Virginia? West Virginia. No, no, I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. I hate West Virginia. Why do you hate uh, West Virginia? Be- because it's an awful state that should be bombed out of existence. You don't drive. I want to know why you don't like West Virginia. I've been to West Virginia. It's just, I don't it's, think West Virginia is that bad. It, it, it is. It, I mean, it, New Jersey is that bad. I, I've seen in New Jersey. I've seen in West Virginia. West Virginia is by far 
worst. No. How, how, do you, how do you feel about the state of Pennsylvania? No, not too shabby. Not too it's shabby. It's the same fucking thing. No, it, I... Yeah, no. it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. my experience, no, it's not. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Pennsylvania has major cities that you can go visit and have fun in. West Virginia doesn't necessarily have that, but West Virginia has a lot of outdoor fun. You they can have, go whitewater rafting. Yeah. They have Charles. They have Charleston. That's that's their. I mean, Chris, that's their biggest. But that's what I'm saying. You take out Charleston, Pen- uh, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. Those <laughs> states are those states are the same. Yeah. I hate them both. Yeah, you know what? I don't is, give it down. Whole state of Michigan. Yeah, I heard they go there, so I don't worry about it. Yeah, we've been <laughs> in Michigan twice. Eh, not really my cup of tea, but no, still not Michigan as bad as Washington. Fun. All right, I think we'll talk about let's see the fourth match. All right, we will talk about and we will keep the main event last. The what ten man tag match here? Yeah, fucking ten man. Cleveland Street Fight dudes on TV versus Team AIW. If I try to sell anybody on this event, I just show them this and say, "Right here, come." Even friends like way out of state. I'm like, you know, you want to see Samoa Joe, Son of Havoc, DJZ, the Young Bucks, EC3. Ray Rowe, Johnny uh, Gargano in a match, don't you? It's TNA World Heavyweight Champion Ethan Carter the third. No, no, no. TNA Heavyweight Champion. Oh God. <laughs> Ethan Carter the third. It's all the same stuff. Oh, oh God. Oh yeah, and uh, Alex Daniels. That's nice. And Alex Daniels. And you know Alex what? Daniels. Alex Daniels is the man. My bold prediction is Alex Daniels is the one to get the win. Oh yeah. I was gonna say you son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, if you look at my notes that I took, that I that I took out there, if you look at where my star is for who's going to win this match. Not that I know we're not doing our picks, but I said Alex Daniels is going to get the win. I think Alex Daniels is going to pin EC3. That would be the greatest. He, well, actually, he could pin. He could pin anybody. I think. I'm, him and Joe are the top two. Nah, uh, I, I think it'd be more realistic, and he'll probably pin someone like uh, DJ Z or M Dog after like a six thirty. You know. Yeah, but that's about, more realistic. And we're talking about wrestling, and you're using the word realistic. Yeah. We've seen Dick Justice wrestle Freddy Krueger, quote unquote. I got into a fight with a fan earlier about whether Kane and the Undertaker were really brothers. What? Yeah. I mean, a fan tried to tell me that he saw physical proof that the Undertaker and Kane are real. Brothers. I mean, the, they are brothers. I mean, come on, guys. That's yeah. <laughs> pretty brothers. obvious. Brothers of destruction. No, I mean, no, the brothers. No, no, tried to tell me, and then he tried to tell me. Well, never mind. Never mind. But they are actual brothers, you know. Paul Bear's a father, you know, and the mother's a whore. I mean, come on, you're a fat straight man. Okay, that sex with Katie Vick. Well, yeah, he's all the footage, man. <laughs> Um, I can't wait till we get to the end of the year episode and we can uh, see what Pat asked Santa for Christmas. I mean, I'm, I'm getting my list together already, you know. <laughs> Are you sending him a, a early draft? Yeah, you know, typing it up, you know. Yeah. But this, oh God, this match is Back. just, just fucking, fucking awesome. I mean, I, I, I was mean, really, I, I was shocked that Joe actually got his book for the match like, on, on the dues on TV side. Like, I mean, it makes well, sense, obviously. Like, it makes perfect sense. Sense, but like I, I mean, Joe. Like I mean, I don't know how to like properly put put, put this, but like I, I feel like Joe's the face of the team, and, and like uh, you know, like like the everyone's heels. Joe's the face, you know. Like I, I don't know how the dynamics are gonna. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Joe's the face. I mean, he did face Gargano, who's on the other team. Yeah, but like like but 
Joe's not as like cocky or as douchey as the other four are, you know, like at, like 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 when I was thinking of the fifth guy, I was thinking more of like uh, well, well, I'm, I'm not going to say after his face, but, you know. You just called DJZ douchey. Yeah. You just called M-Dog douchey? Oh, that's, that is really a, M-Dog is a, is a kind gentleman. The, the M-Dog is, son of Havoc, though, not so much. Son of Havoc is a son of a bitch. <laughs> but no, like, like when I, I was envisioning more someone like Rhino being the fifth guy for dudes on TV. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's Rhino. I think a lot of people thought early on it was going to be um, Briley. Uh, and so then... Fed was Mojo's going to be the fifth guy in dudes on TV as soon as they said that they had another guy. Uh, Elgin would have been a good choice, too. Elgin would have been a good choice. Yeah. I think, uh, what was it, the other one that I was thinking? Oh, uh, Rockstar Spud. I'd like to see him back. I love Rockstar Spud. <laughs> it, speaking of uh, big yes. things, Back with stuff. You, you probably know more than Justin was. Uh, is Samoa Joe's last indie booking altogether, or is he still doing ROH? Uh, he's not doing ROH, but he does have a couple more indie dates lined up throughout the next month or so. He is he has another one in the area, doesn't he? Uh, oh, uh, well, actually, uh, not that I can recall. I thought uh, that or one of the maybe a Pittsburgh show. He has something not that far. Yeah, I, I okay, I know what you're talking about. I think it's a, yeah, it's ARW, another baseball stadium show, like. Pittsburgh, yeah, uh, yeah, but um, oh yeah, a uh, bold prediction I have for this match is I, I think by the end of the match, uh, Joe's gonna turn on his team and join Team AIW. That, that's not very bold, but I'll accept it. You know who we haven't even talked about yet, and they're part of this match, and they're probably the most over anything ever. Oh, uh, do we have to? We have to. Sweet me, Juicy Fat Lucy. I'm just kidding. Don't too sweet me. You don't deserve it. But the Young Bucks, guys. The Young Bucks are going to be there. Yeah, sure. Cool. What do you mean, yeah? Cool. Come on. I'm not a, I'm not a big Young Buck fan. God, you and Reese, man. You guys, need to, you guys need to live a little bit. Yeah, and I don't really like Reese either. Eh, not a lot of people do. I can tolerate him. But, but I tolerate no. all of you. But, no, for, for real, uh, why don't you enjoy the Young Bucks yeah, no, as real, much as most? I tolerate all of you. Hmm. I think they're overrated. I don't hate them, but when I say overrated, I just say, like, because uh, you, you call anything or anybody overrated, everybody gets, like, people get pissed. And I'm just like, no, I'm not saying that they're, they're bad, but I'm saying, like, you're saying they're worth $10, I'm saying they're worth $9, $8 type thing. It's like, well, I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, how could you like these horrible people? Like, they're, they're entertaining, but I'm not like, yeah, young buck, yeah, suck it, suck it. That, that whole gimmick, I just, yeah, I'm not a part, I'm just like, yeah, kind of kind of dumb. I mean, you don't have to be the biggest fan of them, you don't have to like everything they do, but, like, the fact is, I mean, they're probably, like, the best tag team in wrestling today. Uh, debatable. There's one tag team. The, granted, I, it's partially because I like them more, but I know a lot of people like them and their popularity as such, but they don't have the, the resume that the Young Bucks do. And if you don't like this team, you are S-A-W-F-T soft! I don't. I, I mean, they're cool, but not the Young Bucks. I mean, they're. I'll say this. In that NXT arena, Juicy, you were there. I would say they're probably about as over as the Young Bucks through that NXT arena. NXT oh, they arena. are. It's overacting. They're the most overacting NXT, I, I would say. Yeah, they were extremely over in Cleveland in that first show. Yeah, they're over anywhere NXT goes. Yeah, but I would like to see how they would be on a much larger scale, like the Young Bucks have, like in New Japan and stuff. They have a much... 
they're over with what fifty, sixty thousand people. But at the same time, how long did it take them to get there? Mm, when they came, when they came to sh- uh, to Turner's it's, with with Shakara, they weren't that they weren't that over. No, right, yeah, I mean, because they were doing what they're doing now. What got yeah, them right. over is that they they changed themselves and they started doing what they wanted to see instead of what they thought they were supposed to be doing, and it got them over. Yeah. Well, at the same time, if you listen to what I said earlier, because uh, Enzo and Cass, they don't have the resume. They have yeah. they, obviously they have they haven't been doing nearly as long, so there's an experience factor. There's going to be other factors to that too. And like the Young Bucks, Generation Me, for a while, or they weren't that over. I mean, they were like popular. They were really but good. I, they were, but what I'm saying is like their their value was nowhere near as high as it is right now. Right. And I'm yeah. also I'm also one of the very few people I will not. Buy a Bullet Club shirt. Nope. Nope. I'm actually with you there. I I really don't care about the Bullet Club as a whole, to be honest. But but, but what I'm saying is, as far as work rate goes, I think Yumux are the best tag team in wrestling today. Like like every match that are on, they have every show they're on. They I I think they literally steal the show. Well, I think the biggest thing I'm looking at with the Young Bucks is how they're going to work with the AIW guys. I mean, they don't work with those guys often. And I think the dynamic of, like, Josh trained Johnny, Johnny trained Alec, they all kind of have that connection, and the Young Bucks are just kind of thrown in there. And I think that's the biggest, that's the only thing I worry about with the Young Bucks, is are they going to be, are they going to be doing it just to be the Young Bucks in a, in a, in a spot match, like, to take a spot, or are they going to be doing it for AIW, like the other three guys are going to be doing, and for basically a Cleveland bloodline, if that makes any sense, like a Cleveland... Yeah. Yeah, you look at this match in general, there's there's only three people that don't have the Cleveland Buff on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even though they're called Team AIW, I, I like to view it more as, like, Team Independent Wrestling, you know, because you have the dudes on TV, they're all... You know, wrestling on television now nowadays, national TV, and then you have uh, the other five who are just like in- indie guys. And in- 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 independent wrestling represent exactly what independent wrestling is these days. You have the young upstart Alex Daniels, the grizzled veteran, and Josh Prohibition, Gargano. He's like one of the best in indie wrestling today, and the Young Bucks. You know, one of the best independent talents today too. Yeah, it's the Young Bucks are like the the. Bonafide superstars of the team. Yeah, like they they could almost be on dudes on TV. Yeah, almost. They're they're, they're on to that level. And Gargano is the guy who's just that. I don't want to call. I don't want to call him up and coming star, but he's just like when people talk independent wrestling. You know, that's a name that's thrown around. So for some people, it's at the top. Some people, it's at least uh, an honorable mention. You know, he's, he's always in conversation for a really long time, mm-hmm. like way yeah. longer than he should have been. He should have been broken through by now. He should be signed by now. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, he did just have that dark match like a couple weeks ago, so this could, never know, this could be one of eight uh, Gargano's last AIW matches. He had, well, he had, that, that, he had that, he was part of the group tryout. Yeah. That's a prediction. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to drive too much into it, but no, my friend who's head writer of NXT, he, 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 he wants to see Gargano in NXT. My friend who says Eh, yeah. My friend, president of the United States, Brock Obama. You might have heard of him. Mm, actually, no. You're not. No. You're, you're not the. You're not the only one that could pull strings. Yeah, I got gay marriage legalized, Pat Lucy. Take that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't top I that. To, you're right. I talked to 
I talked to my boy Barack. I was like, hey, Barack. He's like, what's up, Dustin? I was like, look, the gays need to get married, bro. And he's like, bro, I've been saying that. And we talked to Supreme Court. Talked to Supreme Court, and there it is. Wow. All right. I mean, he's not the head writer of NXT, but, you know. Maybe if he works on it, you know. Now, when you meet the right man, Juicy, you can thank me. I think Hackle's single. Whoa. Two ways. Banned at AIW, else I would probably uh, talk to him. It's not banned. Yeah, he is. He is banned? Yeah, I don't even want to get into it. I really don't. Like, I'm done getting into it. I, I think we're all done getting into it. No, I want to hear it. Is, is, uh, is it just because everything from everything before, there's there something more? I, I thought more. He, he would... I thought I just, he just wasn't going to come coming to shows anymore. I really don't want to bring it up on here because it's a very I, I'm not super happy about it. So I really don't want to bring it up. If Juice wants to talk about it, she can. But I don't really want to. I don't even want to give it the time of day because Apple just made me so mad the other day. Hold on. Back to the subject at hand of absolution. Yeah. The, the, the 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 street fight match. Um. You know, there's one other person of this match that we haven't talked about at all. Or maybe we do like mention him, but Ray Rowe. Yeah, the Jayla winner. Yes, the man who. Pretty much dominated his way through. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. God, like, literally, like, an hour before we uh, recorded this, I, I watched him and Nick Gage from Jalen, and my God, it's like, if anyone can match Nick Gage's intensity and physicality, it's Bray Rowe. Bray Rowe is another terrifying dude. Yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the fact that he is the... Jayla trophy holder, whatever you want to call that, and he gets to cash in on an opportunity. That's, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very that's very intimidating. That's very because at any time, it almost makes you not want to win the title because then at any time, Ray Rowe will be behind you and he'll kill you and then he'll take your belt from you and then he'll probably steal your girl. Yeah, and it's not even a prediction, but it's almost like a fact that he'll he'll be champion sooner than later. I think it's the, it's the equivalent of the Money in the Bank briefcase being held by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, analogy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need it, but because he has it, he can use it? Yeah, or basically it's, he knows as soon as he uses it, it's, the title is almost instantly you know, his. Not to, not to get off topic more, but are you guys going to wake up at 5.30 in the morning to watch Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston? <laughs> I wasn't gonna, but you know what? I, uh, no, why the hell not? I don't know. I'm Maybe, saying. <laughs> like, set my alarm at 5 a.m., turn on my Xbox, and, oh, okay, I'll get some breakfast, and, oh, okay, hey, he's Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of a Kofi Kingston for three minutes. That's nice. Nice way to start off the morning. What, what I plan on doing is I'm not going to get up early or the opposite of what some people might do is actually just stay up late. I'm just going, whatever time I get up is what time I get up and I'm going to watch the event immediately. So it'll already be recorded, already be recorded, so try to stay off Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff so I don't get spoiled. Granted, I'm, I'm the type of person that I don't mind reading spoilers. Like when I found out that EC3 was going up against Kurt Angle, yeah, I hit the dirt sheets really quick to figure out who won that match just so I could see if EC3 did win. So I got, quote, spoiled. But, I mean, this is, there's there's certain stuff going on, especially with uh, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens. I think it's, it's kind of predictable that uh, Balor could be the one winning, but oh. I also believe in, I believe in swerves, so it could go either way. It's kind of predictable that he might be the one winning. That's the exact, that, that's going back on it being predictable, so it's not predictable. I don't, well, uh, probably because it's how, when I, I'll say something like, that's predictable, but... 
I can, at least in my mind, book other ways to where it's like, yeah, we want you to make this so it would look like, oh my god, it's predictable. For example, it's, granted, we're talking WWE for a quick second, but Roman Reigns, Brock, Ro- Roman, Reigns, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Everyone was saying, like, oh, Roman Reigns is going to win. Roman Reigns is going to win. That's nah, predictable. Predictable. What happens? Seth Rollins cashes in and no one thought about it. I thought that was going to I knew you were going to say that because we have no proof of that whatsoever. I do. I'm pretty sure there's a tweet somewhere. Almost all of my, almost all of the things I write about, there's almost always a tweet out somewhere. Well, if you find it, send it over. That's smart, though. Definitely is somewhere. But let's get on to the let's get on to the main event of the evening, or what could be the very well main event, that or the ten man tag. It's a different story. The absolute title match: Josh Alexander versus Ricky Shane Page. We said at the end of the year, at least two of us did, that Ricky Shane Page was going to be in title contention, whether it be in uh, Gauntlet for the Gold. Winner or whatnot. Now he's here. Yeah, he could have uh, won it at the end of. He could have won it um, at the uh, uh, Hell on Earth, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he's now he's there. And we know. And I mean, let's cut and talk about predictable. Josh Alexander. We know he's retired. This is his last weekend in wrestling. Yeah, second last match. The pr- the, you would think the predictable ending is Ricky Shane Page is going to win, but in my mind, I can still book it other ways where Josh Alexander wins, or you put book it where Ricky Shane Page wins, and uh oh. Here comes Raymond Rowe. But uh, this 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 matchup, though, the, they've built a, a fairly good feud since uh, Don's had to vacate the title, and it's been interesting every bit of the way. Yeah. Especially with the, the, the turn at the beginning with Veda. <laughs> That's something you didn't see coming. Well, the, well, the, well, we have that... We have that, and we have uh, with Veda winning the women's title, and they both both helping each other out to win. I, I go back to the title match. Yeah. What do you ask? No, no. It's, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. Uh, the you want to talk about the relationship? Yeah. Like, what is the relationship? The business relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Really I scratch. Yeah, just like I scratch your back, you scratch mine. That's what they did for each other. Yeah. So they're going to be involved in each other's matches, or you would think they're going to be involved in each other's matches. But what happens is one cost the other a title. Or what happens if the wrong, you know, wrong place, wrong time situation happens with one of them? Mm. And do you really think Josh Alexander's going to waste his time helping Beta Scott, not helping her win, but being there for moral support, because I'm sure that's what they're going to say, when he has a huge title match in only his second last match ever, and the second last match ever he's ever going to have. Mm, I don't know. I, I, I see Alexander coming out with uh, Veda supporting her in the women's title match. Match. Maybe I don't know if he'll directly get involved with it, but I think I can. He'll be out there to support her. You know, through the match. Think so? Yeah, I do. I, I know if if he's not out there, I will definitely be out there to support her every step of the way. Mm. I'm no Josh. I'm I'm no Josh, but I am Justin. So hey, I'm there. <laughs> well, uh, what I was going to say about the title matches was very interesting about this build is. It's almost they've been building Ricky the exact opposite way you would think they would book someone in, in, in his position. You know, like, yeah, he won Gauntlet, but besides that match, he's lost, like, every other major match he's been involved with for, like, almost the past year, if you if you it's look back. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, well, yeah, like, that... Look at any major win that Ricky Shane Page has had, or even as Christian Page. He lost a lot, but he always won the big one. Yeah. That re- that reminds me of something that I want to see happen, but if I'm correct, this this uh, match also is a first blood match, right? Which match? This match. No. Uh, it's not no. No. I thought, there were, wait, I thought there was a special stipulation. Nope. I'm sure it's, it's just 
just going to be sweeping goes, but well, I don't yeah. think it's going to be, it's going to be your typical AIW match where there's, you know, it's probably going to be Jay Clemens in the ring. He doesn't want to count to 10. He can barely count to three. He's not going to really be counting people out. He's going to be like, get back in the ring. And they're going to be like, fuck you, Jay Clemens. And, and, and he has a vagina. Uh, I didn't say that. He goes me some Dunkaroos, <laughs> but. No, he has a, no, he has a vagina. He does. But proof. in the same hand, we know that Josh Alexander is not a fan of getting weird. Or Ricky Shane loves to get weird. So if it does go outside of the ring, there's definitely things that Ricky's willing to do that Josh not so willing to do. And I don't think, like I said, it's probably going to be probably going to be Jake in the ring. And I don't know if Jake really knows how to disqualify people. So well, also, too, I mean, granted, uh, Josh Alexander doesn't do certain things, but this is second to last match. He could he could do some different things. He could get a little weird. And that's the thing. It's uh, I mean, he's got this new attitude to him. He's got the last match going for him, but he's got Ricky, who's coming in the best shape Ricky's ever been in. And if you've seen Ricky this entire time, like Ricky really's got it going on compared to what he what he's looked like in the past. And there's like it's almost like he doesn't have that champion's edge. Where like normally like the champion of the company, it's his company. He doesn't necessarily have the it's his company backing him because With? Ricky's been there for so long. Well, with this being uh, Absolution 10, uh, Absox, if you will, uh, could we have, I mean, let me phrase it, could we have faith in RSP? Hmm, I don't see Christian Faith being a factor for the entire match. Like, yeah, I don't think he'll down the match for the whole match, match you know. Uh, at, at, I think if he just came out like that. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, at best I could see him... Uh, <clears throat> Just coming out to to the his old music, having the mask on, then you know just right before the match he you know takes off the mask and hey he's Ricky Shane Page again because at this point he doesn't need it he just doesn't need Christian faith because you know he has the support of the entire AIW fans behind him whether he's Faith or RSP. Well, the reason I don't want him to come out as Faith is because I love the theme I love We Can Roll by Bad Rabbit the great song. We can roll. Oh my bad. What was that? I was trying to sing it. Oh, <laughs> Actually, yeah. sorry. I don't even know the theme sure song. I thought you died. I've been meaning to get it's, the title of that theme song because I, I want to download it. It's very good. Yeah, Bad yeah, Rabbit's is a good band. Check them out. There, uh, there's the one dude that makes wrestling figures. Every so once while, he'll put out quote AIW themes, so it's easier to find. I mean, that's I think how I first seen it. But now you know, Juicy Bailey is theme. Now I know. Football called Beak and Roll by Bad Rabbit. Any any more on the match? Um, uh, it's gonna be awesome. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll say this, and it's it's a it's a note that I have written down in my note. Ricky forearms. One person who used those is Michael Elgin. Do you think that the fact that they both use those so much in their arsenal that either they'll affect Josh like Elgin's did, or will Josh have them more scouted because he had so many matches with Elgin where he was just getting hit in the face multiple times by Michael Elgin meat stick? One more time. Oh my god. You really <laughs> want me to repeat all that? The, the, the connection of the call has been going in and out. Okay. Just a little bit. So... The idea, basically, the fact that Josh Alexander had all those matches with Michael Elgin, and Michael Elgin, one of his main, one of the main things in his repertoire are roaring elbows, roaring forearms. Ricky Shane Page, same situation, lots of forearms, lots of elbows. Do you think that Josh Alexander is going to be better off having faced Elgin, and he's going to have those kind of things scouted, and Ricky might have to go into a little bit more of a wrestling wrestler, not so much uh, hit people really hard in the face with his elbow rest. I 
think no matter how many times he's gone against Elgin, that's still not going to prepare him. If uh, if Josh really wants to get prepared, he should watch a couple Matt Hardy matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I really want to see AI, AIW book Matt Hardy now, just for the just for him and to face uh, Ricky Shane Page. I really want to see that now. I would like to see that as well. Yeah. I don't know if Elby will book it, but I would like to see that. Yeah, book it for Hell on Earth, you know? Be the main attraction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Juicy Pat Lucy says book it for Hell on Earth. Is that a bold prediction, Juicy Pat Lucy? <laughs> uh, just a friendly idea that I hope they use. A friendly idea. A friendly idea, not a bold prediction. Uh, that's a little too bold for even for me. But I, I heard, I heard... That John Cena is going to face Ricky Shane Page at Hell on Earth. Mm. That's my I, whole I, heard Rick, I heard Ricky Shane Page was going to answer a uh, U.S. title open challenge. Yeah. I heard that. Mm. The thing that happened. Yeah. I heard uh, Diamond Dallas Page is going to be in his corner. Could. Yeah. He very well could be. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're like blood-related, pretty much. Yeah. I and then uh, and then Ethan will be in his corner, too. Yeah, and then, then Adam Page will be there, too, just because. Oh, damn it. I just realized, now that fucking Josh Alexander's retiring, I'm not going to be able to see my match. Which match? Uh, I want to see one way or another, whether it be a tag team match, Fatal 4, any combination of them, Josh Alexander, Ethan Page, Cedric Alexander, Ricky Shane Page. Mm-hmm. Whether it be Alexander and Page versus Alexander and Page, Alexander and Alexander versus Page and Page. Leave the Alexander versus alone, Page versus Alexander, Alexander Page. Leave the memories alone. Yeah, I don't want them to change. It'd be so much fun. Because <laughs> I, I have a feeling if we had Alexander and Page versus Alexander and Page, Alexander and Page would win hands down. I think Alexander and Page would have a really good shot. Yeah. I don't know. I see Alexander and Page pulling up the uh, upset win. Over Alexander and Page? Yeah, I, Alex, yeah Alexander and Page, man. Yes. And let's let's go back and talk about some of the other matches. Not briefly, just uh, the who we think is going to win. Maybe some quick, some very quick insights, and we will go with one of the Alexanders, and uh, also the match that has a mystery opponent that will not be announced until the day of. Yeah, and that is, going. well, that's uh, hearsay. We don't know just yet. But we have uh, Tyler Thomas versus Candice LeRae versus Cedric Alexander versus I love how they are side-by-side side in the graphic, really having me wishing we had a reunion, but versus Flip Kendrick versus Lewis Linden versus Mystery Opponent. No. All I'm going to say is, I, all I'm going to say in this match, we are going to see some Aeroform action. I know it, I know it, I, I fucking know it. On my, in my notes, it says Aeroform question mark, so I think that's what I meant, too. Could we see some Aeroform moments? You know what? You know who's going to be the, the mystery person? I know exactly who it's going to be. Oh. Chest Flexor. Oh, I know. God. It's about time. And he will bring Aeroform back together, and Good. They, will, they will just... What was that? As a Fletcher Industries, baby. Yeah, Fletcher Industries, man, all the way. Bring back Chad, too. Have Chad come out. Oh, the Chad. I was going to say bring back the Chad. I didn't say that. I, let's, I, let's not bring back the Chad. I had him in a gauntlet for the cache my first year. <laughs> I will, just to, give, just to give a visual of what's going on right now, when I said Fletcher Industries, I did that Shima Zion, like, arm pump, arm cross thing, and it felt really cool. I see why he does that. Yeah. Are there any other Fletcher Industry members we're missing? Uh, AK... Mia uh, and Potato. Oh, I forgot about Potato. And thankfully, uh, Jessica Hearn. One yeah. more time. <clears throat> uh, Havoc. Jessica Havoc. Yes. Not Son of Havoc. Jessica Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we will never see her in AW again. Well, yeah, that's sad. Who do we have winning this match, guys? 
I'm going to go Kenneth Ray. Though it would be it would be real easy to go mystery opponent. Yeah, hmm. could be Vader. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go Kenneth Ray. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, Lewis Linden. Lewis Linden's been... not a bad choice. Did go pretty far in the chain Yeah, he's been he's been booked pretty strong throughout the last year or so too. Uh, I don't see why he shouldn't win. And um, if not him, I'm going to go with my uh, bold. Prediction for a mystery guy too. Uh, word body, word body, weird body. Yeah, bold prediction. Bold yeah, prediction. yeah. First AIW match, you just dominate. I'm gonna hedge my bet, kind of like Juice that Lucy just did. I'm gonna say it's either gonna be Cedric Alexander if he's gonna become a roster member. I think Cedric Alexander be a pretty good win here, but I will say Candice LeRae could win this, and I think if Candice LeRae wins this, there's a good chance that she might be the first woman to hold either the intense or the absolute championship. And I would say maybe the intense championship by the end of this year if you win this match kind of stays on a roll. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. I think that Candice LeRae has definitely been on that level of she's going to be some sort of champion. I'm, I'm waiting to... I think she might be the one to beat Veda for it, for the women's. I, I think she transcends just the women's roster, though, and I think that's the issue where if she wins the women's championship... Hmm. Either or. Yeah. But uh, on to the next match, the AIW Tag Team Title Match Infinity and Beyond versus Hot Sauce Entertainment. Um, I'm gonna. It's hard for me to pick who's gonna win this match because both Colin and Tyson are friends of the show. So, uh, who do you guys think's gonna win? Well, to Infinity and Beyond beat the Young Buck. They have this new matching gear. I don't know if you noticed the new matching gear, but it's nice. But I question how over they are. Whereas Hot Sauce Entertainment is most certainly over, and I don't know if it's possible, but they might have. Too much charisma. And Tracy Williams is definitely brought in. But I'll say, and I'm going to make my choice, I'm going to say to Infinity and Beyond, gain the titles, they continue to use their matching gear, so it wasn't way funny. You know what? Even though uh, he still owes me a uh, a soda, knocking it over a couple events back, you know, still uh, a little ticked off by that, Tyson Dukes. You know, I, I still like him and Tracy Williams, especially as a tag team. You know, like you said, Dustin, they just ooze charisma, you know? I mean, like, uh, I I think they have just as much charisma and character as the Young Bucks at this point. I think that they have more than the Young Bucks. Mm. I'll say it. It's, it's debatable. Yeah, that's definitely a problem. I would love to see Young Bucks versus Hot Sauce Entertainment. Yeah, that, that could very well happen this year. It should. Yeah, because no, I, I'm going to say Hot Sauce, they win the tag team titles. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! I, I'm saying it. I mean, sh- I mean, sure they they're a little inexperienced as a tag team. They only have one AI, uh, tag team match uh, against the Beaver Boys, but they did win. And just in that match, they looked pretty good together. You know, as a team, as a unit. You know, I mean, nothing against Infinity and Beyond. Colin and Cheech, love them both. But uh, I, I think uh, Tyson and uh, Tracy, I think they just have too much chemistry together to not be champions. Yeah, I think I'm going to go hot sauce. You go hot sauce, too? I'm going to go hot sauce, too. Yeah. yeah. Good pick. Oh, yeah. They bought that gear. They're not going to let it go to waste. Well, there can still be a team. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, let me see. And let's see. How about this match? The Iron Curtain versus Joshua Singh, uh, Frankie Flynn, Brian Carson, and uh, Kaplan. Kaplan. The man they call Kaplan. The man they call Kaplan. On a a very true story, I've actually known Frankie Flynn way before he was a wrestler. Oh, good for you. 
He's a nice guy. But I gotta go with the Iron Curtain, hands down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I got Jerry. You can't, you, you can't beat the Iron Curtain with Jerry, with Benjamin Boone, with Joey Martini. And of course, the man himself, Gregory Iron. It's this is by far hands down a handicap match. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going the same route. Iron Curtain's going to be Team AIW uh, students. I mean, maybe if the uh, the second careers, okay? Yeah, I mean, maybe if the students had a weird body on their side on their team, maybe I would would have picked them, but they simply don't. You know, I mean. I mean, Jerry's on Iron Curtain. I don't see Greg and his uh, team losing. No way. I will say, two notes for Jerry are over brother and not a joke. Let me tell you something about Jerry. He's over and he's not a joke. And I want to point out, too, we've seen Gregory Iron since Dennis Stamp until we saw him at GMO. We haven't seen him since he lost to Dennis Stamp. And you know that boss doesn't sit well with him. And he's going to go in their blood. And Gregory Iron is the, the Iron Curtain's not only winning. Gregory Iron is going to dominate every single one of those trainees. And Gregory Iron is going to win this match practically single-handedly, because he really only has one hand that he can use to win it with. Mm. I think there's, there's really nothing much else to say. No, really. No, Gregory Iron and the Iron Curtain, unstoppable. Hands down. You could you could get the whole AIW students in there. All of them. All of them. They could not handle the Iron Curtain. I don't know. I, I, I think Word Body could uh, have a good chance. Weird body. Weird body might single-handedly be able to take out the Iron Curtain. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Here's another bold prediction. And next year's Absolution, one of the biggest matches on the card, it's going to be Word Body versus Jerry. Man. One on one. Could you imagine the electricity in the air if it was yes. Word Body versus Jerry? Is this, I, I think they're going to start the feud at Absolution this year, and it's going to continue on one year in the making, just like The Rock and Cena. I, Susie Pelusi, if you've ever said anything that I hope comes true, that's the one thing I hope comes true. No, the, the, the one time that he's the, the one time the one time Pat said he wasn't going to be at a show. That's the one time we wished he was. Yeah, true. And then he fucking shows up, trying to be cool in a fucking mask, fucking douchebag. Mm, my my work, you marks. You didn't not, you didn't really work. Any, you, you're not really that good at it. Yeah, yeah, I was good enough to fool you. You're about as good at working the marks as Justin Summers is at hosting a podcast. I'm great at hosting a podcast because after I'm done with this, I'm going to record another podcast that's going to be about two hours long. And Saturday night, I'm going to record back to back podcast. And I've already recorded like two others this week, and record two other. Yeah, yeah. I remember my first yeah. podcast. Wasn't it with Wasn't it with me? Yeah, <laughs> I was. Well, two years ago. Two years ago. Come a long way. You're still better than Pat Lucy. Yeah, I know, right? Should have my own show. <laughs> bring anyway, bring it on. What's the What's the next What's the next match we're going to talk about, ladies? That's a very good segue. The AIW Women's. T- uh, title match: Veda Scott versus Athena. Uh, yes. I, I don't pick against. I don't pick against Veda Scott. So there's that. Um, I have a question because I'm pretty sure it's Athena's debut at Absolution, correct? Yes. She's never <laughs> been in Absolution. She's never Actually, been in that electricity. Am I wrong, Juicy? Actually, I, I was going to say. I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is only like the second time the women's title has been defended at Absolution. Yeah, and not just that. Athena's had very few appearances outside of Girls Night Out. And yeah. the atmosphere at a Girls' Night Out show, as we all know, because we've been to Girls' Night Out shows, is much different from a regular AEW show, not to mention an absolution. And I want to know what that's going to do to Athena. I think that's going to be the downfall to Athena, is that she's not going to be ready for the for the pressure that's going to come outside of a GNO. I mean, she performed 
like Jaylet, but even Jaylet doesn't have the same feel of an absolution. Beta Scott's had some pretty big absolution moments. I say Beta Scott wins because of just the atmosphere. I don't think Athena's going to be ready for it. I think her, I think uh, Veda's biggest moment was hitting uh, Jake Clemens with a chair last year. That's my biggest moment. Mm. That's my favorite moment. It's it, it's the moment that I, I I tweeted about and Jake wouldn't know why I didn't tag him in the tweet like a little girl. Anyway. Uh, um. So, so wait. Uh, who's your prediction, Dustin? Do, do you think Vader's winning? Yeah, Vader. I think that because I think the atmosphere is what's gonna give her the edge over Athena. I, I don't think atmosphere is gonna be a problem for Athena. You know, I, I think she's a confident enough uh, worker and athlete that. Uh, atmosphere isn't going to affect her. You know, I think she's going to bring her A game whether she's wrestling in front of 500 fans or 50 fans. You know, so you know what? I'm uh, I'm I'm picking Athena on this one. And our our last match that we haven't talked about yet, the intense title match: Davy Vega versus B.J. Whitmer. Uh, Davy Vega is going for the record of being the longest intense uh, champion, and he has to go through BJ to break BJ's record, and granted, I think he has to go to, like, August or September, but since he was just on the show recently, and he's still Mr. Underrated in my book, I'm going Davey Vega. Same here, right? Not only is Davey going to break BJ's whip, uh, Whitmer's record for longest intense title reign, I think he's going to break Allison K's record for longest title reign in AIW, honestly. Alright, I'm going to read you a list of people that Davey Vega has successfully defended the intense title match. I went through, and this kind of oh, yeah, the he, scramble matches. He has, he had, yeah, he has the record of the most title def- uh, defenses, or yeah. de- going against the most, the most opponents. He has defeated Jasmine, Alex Daniels twice, Ashley Sick, Joshua Singh twice, with Kendricks three times, Pete Dunn twice, Lewis Linden four times, Tyson Dukes twice, Johnny Gargano, Beta Scott, Chris Sa- Chris Saban twice, Eric Ryan twice, Tracy Williams, Candice LeRae, and he defended it in A1 Wrestling against Bucks Belmar and Cheech. And he's come out on the winning end against all of those names who are some of the biggest names in not just indie wrestling, but a guy like Chris Saban, who's a former TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Davey Vega beat him. But I think that Davey Vega, I'm, I'm going to do it. It's the first time I've probably ever done this. I'm bidding against Davey Vega, and I'm saying BJ Whitmer. And also, uh, it's, it's fun to note that BJ Whitmer never officially lost the title. Hmm. That's in my notes, too. Relinquished relinquished title from neck injury. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see who's the yeah. undisputed intense champion. Yeah, that we are. So we got, yeah, we got two Vega, one BJ. Can never get enough BJ, though. Um, Alright, next matchup. Let's go back to Tim Dons versus Nick Gage. The question on everybody's mind. Who's the fucking man? Tim Dons. I'm going to have to go with Tim fucking Dons as well. Even though me and Dons have buried the hatchet, there's no way I'm going against Nick Gage. Oh, boy. And, and, if, and if I did, and then he found out about it, I might not make it out of uh, Absolution Alive. That would probably be my favorite Absolution moment. What, Nick Gage killing Justin Summers? Yeah. No, I you sure? I thought, your, I, I, I thought your favorite Absolution moment was last year. No, well... No, you're saying it's the new favorite Absolution moment. When, yeah. when I wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's that dumbass laugh. fucking laugh again. <laughs> yes! fucking juicy battle is in. Oh, you gonna give me a movie to go see that I, that I should see? No, I want to see this really crappy movie again for the 15th time. <laughs> Late yeah. night thoughts. No one cares what I have to say. <laughs> Whoa. <Sure. laughs> mm. sure. ha, it's alright, You'll be okay. Mm. I'm feeling bullish. Be a star. 
Mm, I'm not bullying you. I'm pointing out things. Oh, you don't you don't like bullies? No. Do you know who I am? I don't get the reference. It's a, it's okay. Uh, only about seven percent of the homes in America get it anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next match. Let's go back to Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page. Dustin, who you got? Um, I think, and this is uh, me again trying to figure out what's going to happen with certain things. And it's something we didn't talk about with the match when we talked about it earlier. But I think the Duke is going to do something stupid, and he's going to cause Eddie Kingston to match. So I think Ethan Page is going to win it. Do you got that? You know what? I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. He's been Ethan Page way too many times. And, and yeah, and Ego's uh, absolution record, uh, uh, other, I think other than Cash in the Jailet, I don't think he's ever won an absolution. I'm going to go with uh, Ethan Page because Canada Day was last week. And and I and, and I finally had Tim Hortons. Hmm. How was that? Uh, I had a Nutella donut. Actually, I had two Nutella donuts. They were good, but if you ever go to Tim Hortons, get Tim Bits. They are legit. Get get it assorted. Just all the different kinds they have. Oh, they actually have a jelly donut Timbit. It's amazing. It's There's good. Holes in America. Well, technically, I went to I got it in America, and it was called a Timbit. In America, America, we call them. Donut holes in America. No, they're, well, they call it a Big Mac, but it's still just a double-decker hamburger. Oh, uh, it's a Big Mac in America. <sighs> Canada's weird. weird. Hey, it's, but the Timbits are good. They're better than donut holes. Hey, sorry, hockey. All right, um, the Cleveland Street Fight, Dudes on TV versus Team AIW... I think we kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm going Team AIW. Yeah, Team, A- team AIW. They have the Yum Bucks. Super Kick Party. That's the end of it. Yeah, I'm also going Team AIW. And like I said, I have on my, before, which one of you said it, I have it on my notes. I'll take a picture of it if you don't believe me. Alex Daniels is picking up that win despite the pressure on him. See, everybody likes Super Kick Parties. I kind of like Roundhouse Kick Parties. Hmm. Those, are, those are pretty good. Um, and the main event... The absolute title match, Josh Alexander versus Ricky Shane Page. I'm going with Ricky. We can we can roll, we can win, but we can't fly. Yep, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, American here. I will. One more time, Dustin. Dustin. Yes. One more time. <laughs> I said I, I am going to pick Ricky Shane Page as well. All right. All right. All right. And, and there you have it. Those are our picks for... Uh, also, oh, oh, before we get before we go further, will we see Ray Rowe cash in? I'm going to say... No way. You're saying no? Uh, Dustin, what are you saying? I'm saying no, but I'm saying that I just thought about it and I want to see Ray Rowe versus Vader. So <laughs> I hope Ray Rowe tries to cash in and Vader comes out then and Vader versus Ray Rowe happens so I could just enjoy whatever that would be in a in a ring. Mm. How about Vader versus Nick Gage? I wouldn't I, I yeah, that too. <laughs> I would have but, seen uh, Vader versus somebody. I don't care who it is. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I don't know. Going, it though. going back to what I oh, was... Oh, uh, oh, it's Ray Road. It's Ray Road. Do you think it's going to be unsuccessful? Oh, no. Well, I mean, he's going to be in a street fight. Yeah, but if they lose, I think he's going to be pissed off. Yeah, he could be pissed off. But you think if Ricky Shane Page wins, he's not going to be fighting with everything he has to keep that? I think he's going to be tired. Even more tired than uh, than uh, Ray Rowe. Ray, Ray Rowe's going to have a little bit of time to recuperate. We don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase this. If this match is last, that he'll cash in. Fair. Hmm. And that will wrap this part up. Uh, Dustin, any uh, plugs or final thoughts? Um, plugs? Well, 
Twitter-wise, it's just my Twitter, at RevTintin, R-E-V-T-I-N-T-I-N. Uh, really about all I got to plug. I'm not like these guys. I got things to do. I can't just do a podcast every other day. Uh, I don't have, I don't have luxury car money that I want on a game show on television, so I don't get to go out and do whatever Juicy Pat Lucy does. I don't have a fancy job where I'm away from home all the time and have a lot of spare time when I'm away from home, like, to do podcasts, which I wish I did, but I don't. So I don't really have anything to plug. Uh, final I have. I haven't been home since Memorial Day weekend. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're away from home, and I mean, like in your free time, you don't got much to do. You, you do your podcast. Well, there's always plenty to do, but mm. or just or just doing nothing. Doing nothing a lot of times is fun. You know what you can do? Here's something people can do. They can they can follow me on Snapchat. You pictures of my dog. Also at Ref Tintin. Uh, my dogs are adorable. So I mean, follow me on Snapchat and follow me on Twitter. There you go. If you want to add me on Facebook, go ahead. If I don't know you, I probably won't add you. Your best bet is to add me is to follow me on Twitter and add me on Snapchat. All right, Pat. Any plugs or final thoughts? Yay, plugs time. Uh, all right. Uh, Twitter at Juicy Pat Lucy, and you know, follow my podcast Twitter too at Juicy Podcast. I rarely tweet there, but you know, every once in a while, I tweet there. So, will you be trying to copy off me and getting live results as good as for Juicy Pat Lucy? Yeah. Will you be trying to copy <laughs> off me? It depends how you feel that day. Yeah, well, the, the, I think we also have someone else who's going to be uh, tweeting at the same time, too. So. Oh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know. We have, like, five different people doing live results. It's like, what's the point? Mm. But uh, I, I I was doing it when no one was doing it. I like the show. So. It, you gotta, it's not that I'm not enjoying it. It's you're, you're getting the word out to people who can't show. I've had people tell me, hey, I couldn't make the show. I was glued to your feed the whole time uh, to get information of what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Other day I was doing uh, King of the Death Matches live results. Uh, a couple of people from Mexico was following it. Mexico. Can you believe that? Uh, anyways, as far as more plug... No, blah, blah, what? <laughs> you don't even speak Mexican. No, no, I don't. No, not a lick. Anyways, more plugs. Um, hey, if you come back here on the Ohio Wrestling Network in the next couple of days, uh, there'll be a couple more interviews. Um, tentatively tomorrow I'll be interviewing Josh Alexander, getting his thoughts on Absolution and everything that's been going on with his life for the past couple weeks months, you know. Uh, I just did an interview earlier this week with Joshua Singh. It was fun catching up with him. And um, episode 100 of the Juicy Details is going to be rolling around pretty soon. I'm going to try to do something big for that. Maybe I'll try to get Steve Austin back on for it. I'll send him a couple of emails. Are you going to try to get uh, your O.J. Simpson Juicy Pat Lucy Juicy Details t-shirts made? Oh, I'm way ahead of you on that. Are you? I hope uh, you are. If you're not, I know at least me and Thor will be very disappointed in you. Well, Fair enough. For, for episode 100, are you going to have your most important guest ever on there? Hmm. I mean, I, I'll... I, I mean, I could try to get Dick Justice back on, you know. Yeah, there'll be a dick to the justice if you don't get it right. What about your former co-host, the Juice, if you done? Eh, I don't know. He's eh, Maybe. I don't know. Why not? He's going maybe on to much bigger and better things than you, Juice, at least. Mm, yeah, probably. I don't know. So I gotta say, I, I'm loving life right now. Sitting at home, playing Xbox all day, sitting on that Price is Right money. Yeah. So it's been a pretty fun summer for me. The American it all, It all runs out. Yeah, this is going to be sooner than later. You know, school loans going to come in in the next couple months. I'll, I'll put it like this. You talk great about how you won all your money and whatnot. I know someone who won on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. More to the 
more recent years, and he won $100,000. Hmm. Trust me, that money's gone now. Granted, he also, I mean, he's spending on some things like, you know, going to WrestleMania and whatnot, but he also spending on, like, a thing called, get this, Pat, a wedding, an oh, engagement yeah. ring, a uh, honeymoon. Those are things that cost money. I, I, I know those things. Those things cost money. Hmm. I just I just want to know where my invitation was. Oh, um, it was like Juicy Pat. Juicy Guy Lucy's, uh, you guys aren't getting them. Hackle will be there. Huh, really? Hackle got right. an invite. Good. Why didn't, I get, why didn't I get an invite? Been on my show four, four times now. Nobody's been on as much as you. Nobody. That's true. That's true. Maybe if you're lucky, I'll let you do a live podcast at my wedding. Ooh, okay. Maybe. As long as, as, long as I can get Hackle on. What? I would, love, I would love to listen to that. As long as I can get Hackle on. Oh. And Adam, and Adam at the same time. I will say, oh, Adam LaPorta. I, I'm, uh, Adam LaPorta's a dude. I don't know how Adam before we'd be on another podcast, I feel like it'd get a little too scattered. And it would basically just be like, dude, I imagine it's going to be so sweet, dude. It's going to be an Adam LaPorta podcast. Like every single one, like, dude, bro, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll be drinking beer. That'll be the entire Adam LaPorta podcast. Yeah, when I, I interviewed him for the Tim Donstock, I, looking back at it, there were a lot of dudes and, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Here's, here, what, what we'll do is we'll record it with him, and then we'll play it back later and play a drinking game. Every time he says, dude, take a drink. Yeah, and then we can we can we can do that. Listen to it together, and then after that, that's where we do the year end podcast. We just get wasted, and we'll do the year end podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, any, any more plugs, Pat? Because you seem like you wanted to. There's more there. Uh, uh, add me on Facebook if you want. I don't care. Uh, I don't do Snapchat. Uh, Instagram. Sometimes they post pictures on there. I mean, of course, the better pictures are the ones without me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, All of, them. of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, more plugs. Uh, nope, I'm pretty much done with that. Twitter, 100th episode coming soon. Uh, yeah, that was a fun plug party. That's a, it's a little plug party. It's like a cupcake. I like cupcakes. What happened to the juicy escapade? <laughs> I don't know. I just Kevin Kevin Steen stopped doing it, so he stopped doing it. Yeah, there's probably one reason. Or oh, actually, another reason was Brian Myers started doing it, and I just didn't want to see be in that same class. You're just dog Brian Myers. Yeah, no, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, not really that big into, into him. Don't see the big deal. Or any deal. Mm-hmm. Sounds funny. I mean, like he has like one one good move in, and then yeah. And with that, um, we'll be back right after this. It's the King Nick Gage. This guy wanted me to tell you about a prison story. I'll give you one. Craziest thing I've seen in prison, right? I was sitting in my cell. They popped the cells. I come out of the cell. The guy comes down here and tries to shank me. He misses, I turn around, and I fucking knock his ass out. That's a true story. That's why I'm the fucking king. Anybody got a problem, come see me. In prison or out of prison. It's said that life isn't just a collection of milestones, but a collection of moments. And in those moments, you make decisions that forever shape your destiny. Hey, Joshua Singh, you thought you were going to have your moment and headline absolution at the gauntlet of the gold? One problem with that. You tried to have your moment at the expense of the Iron Curtain. You see, the Iron Curtain, we're a family. You pick on one, you pick on all of us. And understand this, Joshua. You're a talented kid, but you're clearly have yourself way over your head 
If you think that you can take on the entire Iron Curtain, we're not just the best thing going in AIW, but in professional wrestling. So July 10th at Absolution 10, the biggest absolution of them all, we're going to issue a challenge to you. If you think you can take on the Iron Curtain, go for it. Hell, if you want to have a couple of partners, by all means, take it. Because realize this. Like we said, we're the best thing going. And we're going to have our moment at absolution. Because you see, our destiny is going to shape us further in pro wrestling. And uh, we got some pretty good connections. Come on in here. <laughs> That's all right. Don't be shy. I want you to meet someone, Joshua. This is Adrian Palicki, movie star, my cousin, and Hollywood ambassador of the Iron Curtain. You see, the Iron Curtain, our moment's going to be shaped. We're going to go further in pro wrestling. We got our big sights on Hollywood. That's right. That's right. Greg says thanks, by the way. Hey, Greg. <laughs> and July 10th, absolution, Joshua, you're going to have your moment. But it's not going to be in victory for you. You're going to look at us, at our moments, when our arms are raised high. Because July 10th, you know what? Why don't you finish it for me? Absolution belongs to the Iron Curtain. <laughs> That's right. And scene. And we're back right here on the Ohio Indie Report on the Trending Topics Network and the Ohio Wrestling Network. Are you excited? Has the almost hour and a half pumped you up for the event known as Absolution 10? Yeah, it has me. Let's go over this card one last time. It is Absolution 10 this Friday, July 10th, 2015, 7.30 bell time. Ohio City Masonic Arts Center. Now that I'm thinking about it, I could be pronouncing that wrong. I don't know if it's Masonic or Masonic Arts Center. But 2331 Franklin Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44113. Tickets are, last I knew, limited quantity. I know there is even standing room only tickets. This show is going to be nuts. And you will see the Iron Curtain against the Sing Warriors. Tyler Thomas, Candice LeRae, Cedric Alexander, Flip Kendrick, Lewis Linden, and a mystery opponent in a six-way scramble. The AIW Tag Team title match, to Infinity and Beyond, Cheech and Colin Delaney versus Hot Sauce Entertainment, Tyson Dukes, and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. The intense title match, Davey Vega versus B.J. Whitmer. The AIW women's title match, Veda Scott versus Athena. And the anything goes, who's the fucking man match, Tim Dons versus Nick Gage. Eddie Kingston with the Duke versus Ethan Page in an I Quit match. Dudes on TV, which is EC3, DJZ, M-Dog 20, Matt Cross, a.k.a. Son of Havoc, Ray Rowe, and Samoa Joe versus the Young Bucks, Josh Prohibition, Johnny Gargano, and Alex Daniels. And in your main event for the AIW Absolute Title Match, Josh Alexander versus Ricky Shane Page. And also, that I forgot to mention earlier, but you heard in the conversation part of the show, Big Van Vader, the man they call Vader, Vader himself, will be there. What will his role be? Will he be accompanying Athena? 
Could he be accompanying Ricky Shane Page? Will he just be there to say hi? Will he be the one in the six-way scramble match? Only time will tell. And you can find out by being in attendance this Friday. If you can't be there, just follow Ohio Indie Report on Facebook and Twitter at Ohio Report, and you will get all the match results as they happen with a little bit of video. There's nothing more I can say about this. I hope to see you there. I hope you're as pumped for Absolution 10 as I am. Absolution X, Absox, whatever you want to call, Abso 10. It is going to be amazing. And that will do it for the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Trending Topics Network and the Ohio Wrestling Network. Yes, that's right. This has been the Ohio Indie Report. ahead of time that we had friends in high places and tonight they showed up oh give me a hell yeah you are gonna suck it (laughs) and we're gonna go in there with the young bucks the supposed internet darlings the supposed most excellent awesome tag team in the whole world two guys who i know firsthand will make no one here suck it Wrestling history. We're bringing the best that we got. I sure hope 
that they're going to bring the best that they got. We are Dudes on TV. And July 10th, at Absolution, to kill especially because AIW is about to be one of the biggest independents, I think, this year. So, fortunately, I'll have to vacate this title. which is the biggest show AIW ever put on, especially being Absolution 10. It was great. I almost started crying in the ring. Shane Page, your winner, going on to Absolution and face whoever the Absolute Champion is going to be. How did I feel when Ricky won the gauntlet for the gold? I was disappointed. See, Ricky's a loser. Ricky's someone who dropped out of high school and become a backyard wrestler. Ricky's a dreamer. Ricky's someone who cannot achieve things that Josh Alexander can. I've been around since the beginning and to see how far Ricky has come and to think that this is his one opportunity, his one chance to finally get something he's been working his entire career for. If, you know, for him, I think, you know, 10 years in the making, um, this could be the greatest story ever told, or it could be, you know, the biggest nightmare for him, the biggest letdown of his career. 
super stoked that Ricky is actually going to be made of any absolution. Uh, he deserved it. He was there for the first one. He's been there since. Uh, he's a guy that's that I travel the roads with. He's a guy that I call one of my best friends. So, um, Ricky, I hope you go all the way, man. I hope you win that belt. Obviously, July 10th is kind of bittersweet to me. I like to think that in another world, I'd be defending that title against Ricky Shane Page. Giving up that title meant the world to me. If I can't hold that belt, I know how much it means to Rick, and I really hope he comes out on top in absolution. So, on July 10th at Absolution, Ricky Page versus Josh Alexander. This is 10 years in the making, making this belt one of the most prestigious belts in all of independent professional wrestling. You got no heart and you won't bleed. I'll bleed. I'll make you bleed. I'll make your little bitch bleed. This isn't over, see? Usually I'm smiling and I'm having a good time. You got me fucking mad. At absolution? <laughs> I'm gonna break you and I'm gonna leave you lying in a puddle of your own fucking blood. <sighs> so your son can see you and your whole fucking family. That belt is mine, Josh. You done fucked up. This is Tim Donst, and you are having the privilege of listening to the Ohio Indie Report.